it's hard to lose an employee. And currently an average tenure is around 18 months, which is crazy if you think about it. So getting to know your employees and understand what motivates them is key. We don't need to wait for the exit interview to figure these things out. So let's talk about the entry interview. Here's the question. How do you successfully transition into your first official leadership role, build the confidence and competence to lead your team effectively and establish yourself as a respected and trusted leader across the organization? That's the question and this show provides the answers. Welcome to the Manager Track Podcast. I'm your host, Ramona Shaw, and I'm on a mission to create workplaces where work is not seen as a source of stress, but as a source of contribution, connection, and fulfillment. And this transition starts with developing a new generation of leaders. I'm a leadership coach, a mom of three, a coffee lover, and a travel enthusiast. Stick around because in this show, you'll learn how to think, communicate, and act to become a confident, high-performing leader people love to work with. Let's go. Welcome to this episode of the Manager Track Podcast. Today, as we're kicking off the year, I want to talk to you about the entry interview. This is a term that I think was coined by Adam Grant. If you Google entry interview, you'll find a couple of uh, articles written by Adam Grant and some of his colleagues. And I love the idea and so want to share this with you. A big part of the work that I do with clients when we start working together is to better understand each and every single member on their team. I call this a team analysis. But this team analysis is not just done in private. It also involves conversations with team members to actually better understand what motivates them. And the entry interview has that exact same purpose. And I love the fact that with an entry interview, we actually build into the process a conversation that allows us to understand our new hires from a different perspective and in the context of a different kind of relationship. We're no longer in the interviewee or candidate versus hiring manager relationship. Now we're shifting into an employee manager relationship. And with that different context, there's an opportunity to have a different kind of dialogue and uncover some additional information about each other. That was probably not shared that way in the interview process. And I also think it just sets a good tone for the relationship overall. The fact you as a manager would be signaling to the employee that you care about them, that you want to learn about their preferences and their goals, and that you want to have an open dialogue, that you're curious about them as a human, not just an employee and have their back and want to support them in their career success. So by doing a team analysis or doing an entry interview, which literally just means having a conversation in the first couple of weeks of someone joining your team to ask a few specific questions. And in this podcast, I will not only share a few example questions, I will also provide in the show notes a link to a survey that was created by Adam Grant with the help of SurveyMonkey that you could actually leverage and use with your team if you'd like to do so. So with an entry interview or a team analysis, we're aiming to better understand what the employee is trying to do and achieve, 
what the employee is currently feeling and thinking. So how are they doing with their work that they have on their plate, with relationships in the organization, or even things that may impact them from their personal lives, but, but bleed over into their professional life and how can we best support them? We also always want to understand what are the barriers and hurdles that might be getting in the way of the employee achieving their goals. So in some, we want to better understand what they're going for, what they're trying to do and achieve. We want to understand what they're feeling and thinking. And we want to understand what barriers might be getting in the way. By knowing the answers to these three questions, you as a leader are in a way better position to genuinely support and be there for your employees. The second benefit that I see by doing entry interviews is that it brings to your awareness and often highlights the fact that not every single person on your team cares for the same things, wants the same things, and has the same preferences. One of the common mistakes first-time managers make is that they run with the assumption that most people want to be led the same way that they want to be led. So for example, if you're a problem solver, you like to have ownership, and you're resourceful, you might naturally assume not with bad intentions, but just simply because that's how our brains work, that other people have a similar approach to work and that they also want to solve their own problems and want to take on ownership. And so your leadership approach and style will reflect exactly this. But there are a lot of people who actually prefer a more hands-on approach. There might also be skill levels or jobs that simply require you to be more hands-on. And for you to understand that that's not a bad thing, that's not making you ineffective, that's not making you controlling, but that's simply you flexing your own style to meet either the requirements of the job or the preferences and needs of the person that you're managing. I think one of the key factors that distinguishes mediocre managers from great managers or great leaders is that the great leaders have the awareness and the ability to flex their leadership style, just like parents know that they have to flex their parenting style with every single child that they have. I have three of these little ones and each of them requires me to parent them in a different way. They have different preferences and different needs that I want to meet. And your interest in figuring out people's motivations and preferences, as well as your awareness and aptitude to actually flex your style will make you so much more effective in your leadership role. And in order to develop that, there are a few different tools. I already mentioned the team analysis. Then you can also do personality type assessments or behavioral type assessments like DISC or Myers-Briggs are some of the common ones that you could provide to your team. If that's of interest, please check in with me. I have some affordable, easy solutions that I could provide you and your team. And then speaking of today's topic, a third tool that you could add to your personal leadership system is what we talk about today, the entry interview. So I promised you earlier that I'll give you a few sample questions. I want to share them with you right now. So this might be the point in time where you want to grab a pen and paper or get something to type on to capture these questions. The first one that I like and would recommend is to ask what kind of things that they foresee getting in the way of them getting settled in and getting up to speed in their role. What kind of obstacles do they anticipate based on their own personal insights of their strengths and past experiences? You don't have a crystal ball and you don't need to have one. It's all about initiating and fostering these kind of conversations. 
The second question that I recommend is to ask about feedback. What kind of feedback they're looking for, if there are specific areas that they would want to have more feedback on, and in what form that they appreciate feedback. Then a third question that I would suggest to ask is, what are things that worked for you in the past when you got started and what hasn't worked for you when you started a new job? And if they are remote or in a hybrid setup, this is also a great time to have a conversation around what kind of remote setups or hybrid setups work for you? What should I know about your work-life schedule um, that may impact your presence or your availability and your work schedule? But it goes beyond that. Simply try to uncover what kind of support or help or resources that they would appreciate as they're getting onboarded. And then there are two questions that you potentially already covered in your interview process and you can skip those. But if not, but or if you feel they might be giving you a different answer now that they have landed the job, then this would be a great time to spring this back up again. The first of those questions is what career goals that they have. So how is this current job a stepping t- stone to their mid or longer term career goals? And what are the immediate career goals that they're trying to a- achieve? And then also ask them the question, if you haven't already, what makes a good manager to them? This will help you understand what they need from you and will allow you to flex your style as a result of it. Now, of course, no conversation should be a one-way conversation. So this entry interview with these initial questions should then be followed with an invitation for your employee to ask you questions that they might not have had a chance to or didn't feel confident enough to ask you during the interview process. And you can say like, hey, so now that we're in an employee-manager relationship, What additional questions do you have for me? What's something that you haven't had a chance to ask me and would be helpful for you as you get onboarded? So that this can become a dialogue, you asking them questions first, and then you're opening up the space and the time and you make sure that you do have time in this conversation for them to ask any additional questions of or about you and your preferences and natural style. I can't highlight enough how important these kind of conversations are. This process is of better understanding your employees for you as a manager. In a study done by SurveyMonkey, they found that only 47% of newly hired employees felt like their manager fully understood their strength. That is less than half of the employees. And you want to be one of the managers who understands your employee's strength. Yes, you haven't had years of experience with them, working with them, and you don't have a crystal ball. So the only way for you to get to being in that 50% who understands and then is able to leverage their strength is by having conversations and asking them specific questions like those we addressed in this episode. Uh, I'm curious to hear if, if you've been on the receiving end of an entry interview and have any additional suggestions to share, please reach out on social media, ping me on LinkedIn or on Instagram. I will link my handles down below. And I also will link to the survey that was created in collaboration with Adam Grant that you could use as a template if you choose to do so, or you can use it as an inspiration to then come up with your own questions. If you prefer to send out a sort of a survey ahead of having the actual one-on-one conversation that's what we got today and if you enjoyed this episode please leave a review in the podcast platform that you're listening to this it means a ton to me because these reviews help other new and mid-level managers find this podcast and this information so that they can show up more inspired aware and confident in their leadership roles thank you so much and i'll talk to you next week bye for now 
If you love this show, then you'll love even more my free training for new managers. If you haven't watched this training yet, then I'll strongly encourage you to sign up at RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass. You'll discover the key shifts you'll need to make as a new manager and the number one most common mistake to avoid. Plus, you'll walk away with actionable tips that you can apply in your role right away. Go to RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass to sign up.